All right, Mr. Draco, first in with us tonight. Two shows in one week. I can't even believe it myself. And we're basically on time, still in the Mobile Command Center, roaming around Florida, looking for motorcycle content. This is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. Glad to be one of the co-hosts of Shop Talk this evening at its regular time and date. We're going live here in just four and a half minutes, man. Jason Holman in the house with us. Cincinnati well represented tonight. Even beat us. That's right. Hey, man, look, as long as you're sitting here, don't just be an observer. Grab that keyboard, make some comments, give us your questions, your concerns. Even if you just want to be a smartass, we want to hear from you. Tell us where you're watching from so we can give you a shout out. Shop Talk going live in just under four minutes. Mr. Banks from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my brother. How's that snow doing up there? I'm not missing that right now. Greg Allen watching from Marshall, Michigan. Chase Rider number 32. Good to see you. Steve Henderson. Hey now. Pedro the Engraver, Washington State. Good to see you here, man. Hey, so if you guys missed a show a few weeks ago, we talked about the fact that Mr. Banks is embarked on a rather large endeavor and one that's great for everyone in the antique and vintage motorcycle scene. He is bringing competition distribution to the next level. He's saving it from going out of business and he's got some plans for it. We're going to keep you up to date as that continues on. Joe Orsini, what's up guys? Checking in from cold Connecticut, Hattiesburg, Missouri, Scott Owens. Uh, Let's see who else is with us. Big D in the house right on. Matthew Rickard, Texas in the house. Kansas. Virgil's here with us from Kansas. Council Bluffs, Mike Jensen. Good to see all you guys, man. It's going to be a great show tonight. One of my favorite people on the planet, Mr. John Jessup, with us tonight. He's got a, a great program that he's doing. We can't wait to talk to him about that. We're loaded up with tech, feature bikes, um, a little bit of bragging. I got to ride the oldest Harley Davidson that I've ever personally been on. And we did a full feature on it, so we're going to hook you up with a video from that. We got some tech on actually fuel injection management of sort. Uh, It's about changing your bungholes. So stick around for that. Two minutes, we're going live with this episode of Shop Talk. I got to come back on just to try to say this. Randy Bryson from Anadarko, Oklahoma. Rick Cozo, Canyon Lake, Texas. Got a lot of Texas people, man. We're, we're Texas strong and Texas proud, too. Love all our people from Texas. And speaking of that, Greg White's in the house. Mr. Gus Gus himself. What's up, Gus Gus? <laughs> What's the? I figured Jason Holman would get my bunghole reference. Walt Lumpkin. Greetings, you vagabonds. Hey, man, it's no kidding. So we bought a little Christmas tree. You know, I don't know if you ever had your wife at work on the, on and over the holidays, but we realized that we were going to be here pretty much like up until the week or so before Christmas and didn't have a tree, didn't have any lights, no decoration. So we went out the other day and scooped a whole bunch of that shit together. And now the camper looks like Christmas threw up all over it. But she's smiling. We're good to go. Still here in the Florida sun. South Lake Tahoe. 
Jay Toma, good to see you here, man. All right, we're just 43 seconds away, 43 seconds from 90 to 120 minutes, all the bullshit we can fit. A little program we call Shop Talk, getting ready to go live. Time to bring this one out of the station and up onto the tracks. Let's get this one moving. scooter tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land it is just after 9 p.m on sunday night that means it's time for another episode of shop talk i'm your host chris callan coming to you live from the cycle source mobile command center firmly planted here in lakeland florida through the courtesy of the dennis kirk motorcycle studio coming to you live with another episode of shop talk two in one week can you even believe it two in one week we're getting good at this well actually we're making up for a show that we blew because we didn't check to see if there was going to be internet. But hey, we're getting good enough to do two in one week. I'm here with the whole crew tonight, which is better than just being two of us. We got Mark back in the house. What's up, buddy? Snow? What's happening from <laughs> frosty Pennsylvania? <laughs> oh, I didn't want to tease you about it, but I know it's got to be cold up there. I keep getting the weather reports from back home, and they're like inches. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to hear yeah. about inches. Hmm. Not I'm, happy. I don't mind it. You know me. I like the cold weather. Right you do like when, yeah, you're weird. We'll leave it at that. The heat's, <laughs> the heat's in the tools. You heat. get more done. No, 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 no. I, that's no. what our old bosses used to tell us all the time. You'd bitch about, because everybody shop, me and him ever worked in, had a wood-burning stove. And that's what the boss would come through and you'd bitch about, hey, man, it's cold in here, like, you know, wanting to get some more wood in the, in the furnace. Maybe like, heat's in the tools, heat's in the tools. No, nope, I wouldn't have survived. No, I would I would rather it be 120 degrees than be cold. No, yeah, right on. We're going to have a great show tonight. Um, lots of stuff to get to. You know, if this is your first time tuning in to Shop Talk, I remind everybody at the beginning of the show when we're rolling the credits, don't just be an observer. Don't sit back. This is an interactive show. So, you know, everybody, as you're putting your comments up, Steve Rules is on the road listening from Detroit. Uh, Jeremy Sather asking Greg White, what's up? We're watching all your comments. So if you have any questions throughout the time of the show, go ahead and put them up there and we'll get to them and, uh, and make you part of what's going on here. Because this is a show we do for the whole motorcycle community. And if it's your first time watching, it's usually... You know, some, some entertainment, we do some interview stuff, we do some tech, products, all that stuff, and we start the whole thing off with a little segment we call the news. First up in the news tonight, coming in from Motorcycle Power Sports News, Royal Enfield now accepting 2022 applications for Build Train Race. 
Royal Enfield's unique and inspiring Build Train Race program established in 2019 is prepared to go bigger than ever in 22 racing season. Build Train Race will be expanding its platform in both flat track and road racing, turning even more women motorcyclists into builders and racers. And Royal Enfield is currently welcoming applications. You know, this was this was a great program. It was it kind it was kind of sad that you know COVID seemed like it it sort of slowed everything down this included but it's great to see Royal Enfield who we just announced on last week's show is getting ready to celebrate their 120th anniversary and doing strong programs like this is uh is a reason why the company's doing good yeah and you know I have Ashley Woodford from Buell Sisters Racing applied for build train race and I've got my fingers crossed for her big time because I think I think she's a phenomenal candidate for that well you hear that Row Enfield, we're pulling for Ashley. So, <laughs> just saying, if anybody's listening, just saying, That's throwing right. some, throwing a few names in the hat. That's it. I ain't afraid to drop some. All right, Road Racing World Technology reports that the AMA and USMCA join forces to expand coaching in America. AMA and United States Motorcycle Coaching Association partner to expand competition coaching in America. The American Motorcyclists Association has entered into a partnership with USMCA to grow AMA membership and expand access to responsible and comprehensive coaching for motorcycle racers across the country. Under the agreement, the AMA and the National Sanctioning Body for the Motorcycle Sport and the USMCA, which has pioneered a nationally recognized motorcycle coaching certification process and national network of rider coaches, will promote ease of access and availability safety and membership in the ama for ama sanctioned competition schools operated by usmca certified coaches so all the initials and everything aside that made that hard to read <laughs> the, the the real value here is as you know the performance thing really starts to pick up and more people are, are finding a love for motorcycle racing having schools and coaches and, and all of this, you know, certif certification process behind it is actually a good thing. I mean, things on a motorcycle racetrack can get out of hand very, very fast. And seeing the AMA get behind this, you know, obviously it's to their benefit by and large because um, AMA races are not free to go to, but it's good to see that they're giving back to the sport with stuff like this. Yes, sir. I have to yeah. agree with you. Nice to see them trying to get other people involved too. You know, to even though uh, it's, I, I think COVID, like you said before, really slowed some stuff down. But now people got to start getting in now. Absolutely, you know, it's time time to get back at it. Absolutely. Hey, and speaking of motorcycle racing and some big news that's ripping across the industry, um, this came in to me right before showtime because we've been kind of busy this week, but the BRL on their own Facebook page announces some big news this week. Let's see if we can listen real quick to hear what Rob Bidos has to say about it. 2022 BRL calendar is about to be dropped. We're going to Daytona in October, but we needed something really special. Harley-Davidson's hometown homecoming has been something that we feel that the motor company is going to be extremely excited about. We're bringing Bagger Racing League, all five of our classes, to downtown Milwaukee, September 1, 2, 3, and 4. We hope everybody out in the world comes and checks us out. There's going to be 100,000 people in downtown Milwaukee, and the BRL will add to that count. We're bringing the excitement. We hope to see you all there at the Milwaukee Mile Road Course in September. It's going to be Labor Day weekend. Please make sure that you put it down on your calendar. Now this is this is sensational news. So that for, for people don't under 
understand the Harley homecoming name of that event. That's the actual anniversary event. From what I understand from Rob, this is a multi-year deal that's going to see them through the next big anniversary, and that's that's huge. That means racetrack right there, right with all the festivities that go on during the anniversary event for Harley, the ride home or however you want to say it. Very, very big for BRL. Congratulations. That might be cause for us to head up to... Another co- another reason to head yep. up to Milwaukee for the weekend. I like Milwaukee. Yeah, right. Just Me saying. Too. Hey, so uh, I mentioned to you guys at the beginning of the show that uh, there was a little bit of bragging rights going to happen in the show tonight. And before we go to our guest this evening, I'm gonna I'm gonna run a bike feature for you. But it's oh. it's also the story of uh, of the oldest Harley Davidson I ever got to ride. So let's check that out. When we come back on the other side, we're gonna get John Jessup on the phone. Don't go anywhere. Lots of shop talk still coming at you tonight. Good evening. I'm Steve Klein with Sierra Madre Motorcycle Company, and today we'd like to talk to you about one of the early Harleys that that people really enjoy getting out on the road and riding. Uh, This is Valentine. My wife Joan bought me this bike, I don't know, 30 years ago for Valentine's Day. Uh, It's a 1912 Harley. Uh, This motorcycle was restored by Bud Eakins in like 1977. Von Dutch painted it and striped it. Um, Back in the 70s, a lot of the really active motorcyclists in Southern California got interested in these old bikes again and they would meet several times a year in a shopping center and just ride everybody's old bikes. Um, The man I bought this motorcycle from gave me a list. It's like a who's who of motorcycledom, okay? Uh, Bud Eakins, Steve McQueen, Otis Chandler, Don Whalen, David Hansen who owns the shop in Ventura, California. Um, Aaron Sills who has many, many world records in uh, at Bonneville in racing motorcycles. Uh, Jody Perowitz. Uh, Jody's ridden in the last couple cannonballs. Uh, she holds records at Bonneville Salt Flats. Jody just rode this bike a month ago. It's leather belt drive. Tighten the pulley. It's also the first year that they had a rear hub clutch. So it wasn't direct drive. You could actually engage, disengage the clutch. Here's your advance and retard on your magneto. Obviously the throttle's on the right hand side. Okay, It's 30.5 cubic inches, 5 horsepower. Uh, you study them there, called 5.35, so 5 horsepower, 35 cubic inches. Um, Schebler carburetor. Really easy motorcycle to start, very easy motorcycle to run. If you can ride a bicycle, I can't tell you how many dozens and dozens of people that have never ridden a motorcycle, I put them on this, and they ride it and they enjoy it, so. Ladies and gentlemen, what's your name? (laughs) This is Chris Callen, Cycle Source Media, about to pop his 110-year-old cherry. Cheers. Ha <laughs> ha! 
I'll keep this bike till I die because I can take people and introduce them to the very beginning of motorcycling and put a big smile on their face. So. Hey, this is Chris and Heather with Smokeout. Smokeout is going back to Salisbury, the original Rowan County Fairgrounds. The reason why we signed on after two decades of this event going on and seeing two generations of chopper jockeys come out of it, we wanted to be here for another generation. We're having a thing called the Legacy Invitational. Let's ask some of the, the smoke out OGs, guys like Paul Cox, Billy Lane, Jeff Cochran, Steve Donnie Royals, Lee. Donnie Luce, Pat Patterson, Bill Dodd to come in and set up. And we've also assigned them the task of inviting a legacy builder, either newer builder or someone that's new to smoke out to bring in as their legacy. From what I understand, the people made this event. Yeah. Like you guys made this event and that's what we want to bring back. Um, yeah. Smoke out's back. We're going back a few steps. Rowan County Fairgrounds. Tell your friends smoke out is going back to Salisbury. We'll see you in September of 22. Better get to work. This is Rick from RKB and you're watching Shop Talk. We're the Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We understand the challenges riders face every day. As riders, we want to share the road and be seen by motorists. Remaining visible is critical to our safety and well-being. That's why we work tirelessly to promote motorcycle safety and awareness. We're proud to support our community that includes riders of all stripes. If you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. Okay, welcome back to Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Mark, how about that? Yeah, that had to be pretty cool, right? 1912, dude. It was it was so cool, and not because, I mean, who, who knows how much a, a motorcycle like that even costs. I surely don't. But the minute that you pull out on it, you know, there's all the, all the tension of figuring out, you know, you controlling something with this hand, something with this hand, and it's a whole process just to get the bike to move. But as soon as you start... Yeah. As soon as you start rolling on it, it's literally a trip back in time. Like, I was I was yeah. on an old old country road in Texas, passing a guy on a tractor. It could have been 1912. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. going down the road on that thing. It was it was such a blast, man. And I I owe Steve Klein a, a super huge thank you and a a return of a gift someday because that was a that was a real treat. So I gotta tell you, like I've yeah. seen you ride almost every kind of motorcycle i've seen you on the bonneville salt flats i've seen you at sons of speed and pit bike racing and dirt bike racing and on shovel heads pan heads like you name it i've watched you ride it i don't know if i have ever seen you <laughs> smile and be as genuinely excited oh. as when you started that motorcycle you were like a kid that walked into FAO Schwartz and was told he could have anything hey, he wanted. Between riding that 1912, getting to sit on the, the world's last built Crocker, last Crocker yeah. ever built, and then racing yeah, cool. Kiefer's 1916 twin, this has been a banner year. Well, I have Callen to say, House, though, Johnny. there was two <laughs> totally yeah, right, different right. reactions. Mark, when he sat on that Crocker, he looked scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was petrified. Well, dude. I mean, it's a million-dollar motorcycle, but when Steve ever oh, said, yeah. take it for a ride, Chris was like, nope. No, sir. You don't He's like, no, thank you. Motorcycle. It was priceless. No. 
Yeah, I don't think so. I'd back out of that one myself. I didn't. I wouldn't even touch it. He's like, here, help me do this. I'm like, nope, not even touch. Yeah. I didn't even want to breathe on it. So um, we're going to get ready and bring our guest on tonight, Mr. John Jessup from Dream Rides of Tennessee. Um, John honestly got to, got to spend some time with this cat. He's he's a man that many regard as FXR royalty, has, has been killing it in business on the West Coast, and uh, not that long ago moves to Tennessee, has a new shop going on there, but the thing we're bringing him on tonight is is for just an outstanding program. Like, of all the, you know, like today, today raffle bikes are the thing. Like, it seems like every other day somebody's putting a new raffle up, but this is something completely different. Yeah, I've never seen more $40,000 sportsters in my life. <laughs> wow. Did you really just say that, that was, on live? That was the most... That was the most racist thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna take a breath from that one. Well, listen. Before we bring oh, John was... on, we're gonna um, we're gonna roll a video to to let him explain the program in his own words, and then we're gonna go straight to the lines and and talk to Mr. John Jessup. John Jessup with Dream Rides of Tennessee. We're giving away this 2005 Ultra Classic on December 3rd at our bike night. The way you enter the raffle to win the bike is to bring us down a brand new children's bicycle, which we've teamed up with Chill Howie Baptist Association to give away to underserved youth in our community. For each brand new bicycle you bring, you'll receive one ticket to win the bike. I hope to see you down here and look forward to your support. Thank you. John, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Chris? <laughs> so let me catch my breath hey, from hey, my, from my wife's tell you the first, first, first thing about that, my favorite part of that whole thing was the dog giving us the ass. Oh, time. Biggie Smalls? He was like, <laughs> that is fantastic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he, ha- he has... He has one of the coolest dogs on the planet. He has two sure. now. That yeah. was oh, Biggie yeah. Smalls. Now he has yep. Chopper. I'm totally jealous. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's the dogs my are fate. part of the shot. Yeah. So the dogs are definitely <clears throat> part of the shot. Where does where does the impetus of of this of this program come for for giving a motorcycle away and and all the good that's behind it? Where does it start with you guys? Well, uh, I come from. I come from one of those families. I was raised by my grandmother and she did an amazing job uh, taking care of me and my younger brother, Tom and my sister, Catherine, and, you know, on a retirement income and all that. But um, I was one of those kids who didn't have very much. So thank God I learned how to hustle. But um, so a few years ago, uh, my brother-in-law, Jim in Stockton, and I started a uh, selling bikes, and we, we were just looking for a way to give back. And we came up with this idea for the bicycles. And we've been doing it for a few years in Stockton, and now we're doing it both in Stockton and in Tennessee. You know, I'm I'm glad that you said that a little bit about about how you came up and stuff because I've had the pleasure of hanging out with you a little bit, and I've heard heard you tell a couple stories. We've shared a couple stories. 
And it's a recurring thing. I, I say this all the time, but it's something that I find commonality with a lot of people in motorcycling. I talk about how motorcycling saved my life, you know, and there's all of the stuff that I can do to help other people. It comes from that, you know, and I, I sort of I sort of got that from your story, too. No, absolutely. Motorcycles. Uh, shoot, that's just what I live for. I, I eat, breathe and sleep motorcycles and being able to give back and um, whether I'm helping uh, the kids in the community or trying to help one of my buddies with the shop or they're trying to help me, it's a community. And uh, every good person I know, or I'd say 95% of the good people I know are from motorcycling and uh, I'm blessed to be around it. So this, this particular giveaway from the Tennessee shop is goes for for one more week right yeah so uh this upcoming friday night at 8 p.m we're pulling a raffle ticket for this uh this bike here behind me um we've been so fortunate a lot of our suppliers both for this bike and our california bike uh clockworks donated a bunch of stuff legends electric lighting company um arlen ness gave us some wheels uh, let's see here. I don't want to Saddleman gave us a seat. Um, uh, Chromeworks did exhaust and, uh, drag specialties had a big part in it. So we, we've been really fortunate to have all these people or all these companies donate a bunch of, uh, product for these bikes to make them as nice as possible. And in Tennessee, we're up to about, I'd say 80 bicycles, 90 bicycles right now. Nice. Um, in my in my previous experience, probably 50 percent of the um, donations we get will be in the last two or three days because everybody procrastinates. Um, but yeah, and we've been having people ship us bikes from around the country, both in our Stockton location and Tennessee. Um, if you just, it, I don't care if you're in uh, Bumfuck, Egypt, and you want to ship us a bike on Amazon, we'll put your name on a ticket, and if we we pull your uh, your name, you get the bike. Just make sure that when you ship the bike, address it to yourself so they know whose name yes. to put on your ticket. I did yeah. see you had a couple mystery bikes show up. Thank you, Heather. Yes, put put my address with your name, please. So this is uh, this is for everyone that's watching right now. Especially, I see I see my brother Tom Kiefer. Tom, I'm going to challenge you to take action on this right now. So here's hey, Tom. Here's how easy you can do this, right? I have a lower third here somewhere. There we go. This is how easy you can do this. On Amazon, there is an $89 bike that I have in this window right now. You can go to Amazon. You can buy that on Amazon right now. And if you write down that address of, of Dream Rides Tennessee, you can ship that out today. It's still going to be there in time. You're going to be doing a lot of good work around a time of year where it goes it goes a long way. So... Especially in a day and age where people are get, are doing these raffles, like we were talking about earlier, raffle bike, raffle bike, and they're putting that money in their pocket or to pay for the next project. He's not asking for money. He's asking for two wheels to get a kid on a bike. Yep. And right now, I think the statistic is 80% of kids have never ridden a bicycle. Yeah, all through the year we've been we've been interviewing people that are getting involved with the all kids bike program and you know all the all the bringing strider bikes to schools and getting people getting kids riding bicycles again. 
that's what's behind it. You know, 80% of kids not riding bicycles. When, when we were young, man, that you, you didn't have transportation. You didn't have independence if you didn't ride a bike, yeah. but that's what's going on. Yeah, right. So, and as it sits right now, he's got 80, 80 kids that are going to have a bicycle this year. Yeah. Well, it'll Hopefully be 81 because Keith, because Kiefer right now is going, damn it, Callan got me again. <laughs> well, Kiefer, hey, I'm, no, I'm actually going to challenge Kiefer, yep. and I'm going to do this live. I just sent them two. Kiefer, you have to match oh, me. you're awesome. There you Thank go. Thank you. Thank you. There so, you go, Kiefer. Kiefer, you need to match or do better. Ooh. Just saying. Heather, Heather, Heather ups the game on you, Tom. What's up, uh, buddy? So there's there's the address. If anyone if He's anyone stop needs tuning this, in. Yeah, right. <laughs> if if anyone needs this address, please reach out to us through any of our social media. Feel free to email us directly. However you need to get a hold of us, we'll be happy to hook you up with this address. If you want the link right to the bicycle that I have on the screen, I'm happy to do that. Whatever we can do to push this along for John. And it doesn't have to come from Amazon. It can be, come from anywhere that will ship a bicycle to Maryville, Tennessee. Or you can just so, drop amen. drop in, drop in, you know. visit visit John and everybody at the shop at Dream Ride. Yep, if your local bike shop will ship one, give your local bike shop the business. So, uh, Kiefer's going to do four. Oh, yes, right on. We're yeah, going to hell yeah. I want to hit a hundred bikes before we end the show. Come on, guys. Yep. So we're up to eighty six oh, now. Yep, eighty six. So come on, guys. We need to hit a hundred. Let's see what we can do. Well, what, go ahead, Heather. No, I was going to say. We should probably talk to John a little bit about how he ended up at the Tail of the Dragon from California. Wait a second. We got we Poppy's asking for the what's the address on the screen. So I'm assuming that he can't see the address good. So I'll tell it to you. It's no, actually Heather will tell it to you because I can't see it either. Jesus. You made the lower third. I can tell you. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You were at twenty seven twenty five. U.S. 411 South in Maryville, Tennessee, 37801. You can just Google Dream Rides of Tennessee. It'll pop right up. And uh, our address is right there as well. Okay, so Anthony Robinson just said that he's going to send one. So now we're what? 87? 87. 87. So look, 87. we're asking everyone we need that's 13 watching 13 more. Come on, guys. 13 more, 13 more bicycles to get this done to get to 100. Oh, Shane Turnbow. He's bringing two. There we go. Right on. Cam Edwards. Nice. Cam Edwards in the house giving nice. that address, too. All right, so listen. While we're going to keep we're gonna keep harassing everybody throughout the show and, and try to get this up. But um, let's talk about, you know, how, to, how, do, you, how do you get to be considered fxr royalty because even at the beginning of the show as we're watching here like people were calling out to you that you know you're one of the best in the game with fxrs today i've heard several people talk about your your fxr lineage where where does all that start with john jessup and dream rods well um back in 2007 when the world turned upside down uh, i built a pretty nice electrolyte that i had to sell to keep my shop open um, I needed money to pay the light bill and everything else. And I had a old timer show up with an FXRT, a 1985 FXRT. And he was willing to sell it to me for a hundred bucks a week. And I didn't know what an FXR was at the time. It was just a Harley Davidson. I'll be honest. And I, I got it and I started taking it apart to do something cool with it. 
And uh, I wish I had left it alone stock, but that's okay. <laughs> you, you live and you learn. But, uh, but I started taking this thing apart, and uh, I was like, holy cow, this is just basically a big bag or a, a little bagger with a different neck. It, you know, the drivetrain looked the same and all that kind of thing. So I fell in love with FXRs. They're the best handling bike. Uh, you know, they're, they're amazing bikes. Um, more than uh, the FXR, uh, the bike itself, it's a community of people, like we talked about in motorcycling, that you surround yourself with. Uh, FXRs has been a great segue for me to get a lot of get to know a lot of other shop owners throughout the country, a lot of the industry professionals. Um, it's amazing how many people are FXR junkies. Uh, I really don't consider myself FXR royalty. That's uh, it's whatever. That's just kind of, uh, you know, that's the term thrown around a lot, but you know, I, I just was in the right place at the right time. You're doing it a long time ago, but really, uh, you know, I've got a bunch of 80s and 90s e easy riders in my toolbox I use for inspiration. And shoot, there's a, a shit ton of people who are doing FXRs before I even knew what one was. So, you know, uh, I'm happy that I'm in the, the resurgence of them. I'm, I'm thrilled that so many people uh, take enjoyment of what I do. And shoot, I'm just going to keep on doing it. No, and that's that's cool, man. I mean, it, it's great to hear that you're humble about that. But it is it is such a, a a staunch community. Like people people are FXR people. Like they don't even mess around and like to hear about somebody disrespecting that model motorcycle. You know, like they're they're very strict about their set of rules and what they think it should be. So to stand out in that crowd, that's that's some mad respect. And I mean, the, the guys are are paying that to you. But it also speaks to you know, how, how long you, you've been in this and how long you've been doing it and, you know, getting to a place where you're, you're taking a leadership role in the community too. And that's awesome. Oh, I'm so blessed to be here. Uh, I, I was telling my wife this morning, you know, we're driving, uh, driving to, I think I was doing home Depot to put Christmas lights up or whatever. And it's just like, I can't believe we're actually here. And, and, do you know we're we're not only here in Tennessee but here and having a motorcycle shop that's successful and and life is good and it's just man I, I can't believe it that's awesome that's so awesome and you've really thrived in your move in both your business and in your family from from the conversations that we've had with your move and that was a huge move like not just well, geographically, but community-wise and lifestyle-wise. California and Tennessee are two very different. Oh yeah. Very different worlds. Well, you know, uh, Heather, when Jadine and I were talking about this, really the, the conversation that she and I had. So she's a nurse, um, and nurses don't make as much money out here as they do in California, but. We did have that to fall back on, and the conversation we had is we've both been broke as shit before, um, and if we came out here and fell, fell flat on our face, I was, I was quite certain I could make the house payment wrenching on bikes out of the garage, so I was like, screw it, let's, let's go for gusto and see what happens, 
and we're doing really well. Thank God. The community has supported us. Um, it doesn't hurt that we're at the base of the tail of the dragon yeah. in a really nice city that has a huge motorcycle culture with some of the best roads in the world to ride on. So, uh, yeah, let's hey, be what, here. What, what, what made you what made you decide to go to Tennessee? What was what was your decision to make that move? <laughs> All right, here it goes. So in 2019, uh, comes back to the FXR. Uh, in 2019, Janine and I had decided to take a cross country trip and spend a couple weeks to go to the East Coast FXR Jam. There's been a, a big FXR community on Facebook um, through several different pages. Uh, devoted to FXRs and there's always a meetup in Maggie Valley, uh, North Carolina. And we came out here and then we fell in love with the area. And then what we found was, um, the, the Appalachian mountains right here or the smoky mountains rather, uh, that you could actually, there's big cities like Knoxville, you know, Knoxville is a big city within striking distance of these beautiful mountains. So we can live in a, we can live, work and play in the same place. Yeah. And that was huge. So California has some amazing roads and, and some of the best riding ever, but to get there, most people can't live there. Either you have to be independently wealthy or, or, you know, whatever, or, or get very lucky, but there's a very minute amount of people who can live work and play in the same place where in Tennessee, that's kind of the norm I can't, there's not very many straight roads where I live. No, that was one of the things, Mark, when we went up to, uh, where were we fall foliage, right? Had yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. We were at fall foliage. He was telling us, he was like, yeah, he said, you know, sometimes I leave the house a little bit early before I go to work. He'll hit the dragon. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> right. That does not sound like hey, it we, sucks. We even don't have a little bad bit. riding around here. So no, no, we but don't. Yeah. That's nice about around here too. Oh yeah. One thing that I love that you do is you do shop rides. But, like you announce on a fairly regular basis. Hey, like we're meeting at the shop on this day, this morning, let's all go for a ride. It's not even necessary. And it's usually on a day that the shop is closed. If I, yeah. if I'm correct. So for yeah, you, no, that's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's all right, Heather. So, yeah, for us, uh, you know, not only do I do, I like, you know, have a motorcycle business and I work on them and I, I love motorcycles, but I really love to ride them. Uh, you know, and we try and do it, try and do it once a month, weather permitting, where, you know, time allows, where I'm like, I might decide on a Tuesday, oh, hey, we're going to ride on Sunday. So I'll just throw it up on social media, share it on a few pages and be like, hey, 10 a.m. we're meeting, 10.30 kickstands up. And it's pretty cool because we just get a random group of people who show up. It's not like we're riding with the same people every time. Uh, we've been doing that for years in California. And, and my brother Tom and, and brother-in-law Jim are still doing that out there. And it's just a really good way to get to meet new people, whether they're uh, – uh, and I don't care. You could be riding a Vespa if you can. If you want to ride with us, I, it doesn't matter to me. That's so. awesome, and what a great way to introduce your shop to the to the community out there. Yeah, no, riding motorcycles is where it's at. I mean, that's why we all do this. You know, the building them is a great art form. Uh, 
you know, having a business, it's cool. I can feed my family and all that. But at the end of the day, if we didn't like riding motorcycles or love riding motorcycles, shoot, I could probably make more money doing something else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it's need- nice that you actually, you can, you use that platform to, to benefit others. I mean, helping these kids with the bikes to give away, you know, bringing people in. I mean, more bike shops need to have that kind of attention to it that, that you have. So, you know, I, I give you a lot of credit for, you know, putting others way further in front of you in, you know, in the way that you're doing things, which is pretty cool. Well, no, I appreciate that. You know, uh, actually I got a shout out to my buddy Durham Allen, another FXR guy. He's got a, uh, a bike shop in Bend, Oregon. And he hit me up earlier this year about he's doing a bike giveaway. He's like, do you care if I copy you? I was like, shit, I hope every Every bike shop across the nation does this. I, yeah. You're not copying me. Yeah, I don't right. give a You know, that's, uh, this is not, mar- well, the marketing's great. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a good way to get known in the community to do good things, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, well, let's, you know, so let's jump back you know, for a minute. Cause on, on the line we already have here. I think, I think we're, we're up to, no, I think we're 94 or 96. Really? Yes. So oh, come on. hell yeah. Like we need six more to guarantee that we're at a hundred people. Yep. Six more bikes for little kids come that on. may never get one. Come it's on. what and I mean you can it doesn't have to be, you know, a super fancy one. Just get them on two wheels. Well listen, I know I know the truth. That we just went past Turkey Day. The night before yeah. Turkey Day is the busiest night in the bars all year long, including the strip clubs. I know you went and blew a hundred, at least a hundred bucks at the strip clubs on Turkey Day. This is you get way more out of that hundred bucks by doing this. <laughs> oh, so listen, let's talk about the business side for a minute because this kind of ties in too. You know, with with your with the the uh, West Coast business, um, Dream Rides was responsible for putting a lot of people on motorcycles. Is that something that you that comes along because you know it, like you said about motorcycling and what it did for you, the way you came up and everything, and you know there's nothing as cool as motorcycling. You can make more money doing other stuff. Is that part of your passion coming through, or are you just really good at that part of the business? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm good at it, Chris. We're we're mechanics. I've never I've never worked in a sales department in my life. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jim, my best buddy, uh, he and I, I don't know, six or seven years ago, pulled our money and bought one uh, 1995 Heritage, turned and sold it for a profit, and we've just been doing that ever since. And now we've got uh, 20-something bikes in, in California, and we're in the teens out here in Tennessee, and really... Um, if, if there are any other bike shop owners out there, I would strongly suggest you get into bike sales. Do it right. Get your dealer's license. You're going to, it's going to take you a long time to get the, the ball rolling, you know, and even if you have to start with a, a three or $4,000 bike and you sell it for 5,000 and then you take that 5,000 and you buy another one and another one, you know, eventually it'll turn into something um, without mm-hmm. bike sales we wouldn't be in Tennessee. Uh, Jim, Jim is still rocking the bike sales out, out in California. You know, we're doing it here. Um, that's the business side of it. It's also amazing to be able to put people on motorcycles. Uh, 
to get my first Harley, I went and signed a 30% interest loan at yeah. 21 years old. <laughs> you know, Me too, baby. Was it, was it smart? <clears throat> no, it wasn't smart. But thank God I didn't do the smart thing. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation and kids wouldn't be getting bicycles. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you, you know, that was, it was, I was kind of leading with that question a little bit because, you know, what I'm really trying to get to is that is how it was when we were young and getting our first Harleys. But, you know, having, having shops yeah. like Dream Rides out there, and I, and I have a bunch of friends that are, that are good, reputable shops that are putting people on their first Harleys, but they're giving them, good quality motorcycles that are ready for someone to own you know like it's it's important that we have that mechanism in this because after you get kids on bicycles and they come up through all of this and they're ready to do that you don't want it to be a drag man you know you want to you want to get them on a bike that they're going to have yeah. fun on and get the most out you know of. chris chris for me uh, uh jace hudson said it best he you know he talks about um bike shops we we have a duty to our industry uh you know a customer might come into my shop whether it's for a repair or purchase a motorcycle or whatever the experience is or, or build a bike if if we don't treat that guy right if we don't if we don't make sure he be, he becomes a motorcycle guy because he's treated appropriately in the bike shop um yeah, we might be able to take advantage and make a bunch of money off of them. But we all but we're gonna kill it. Yeah. But we're gonna kill that sheep. You can only kill a sheep once. You can shear it its whole life. Yep. You know, so uh, on the other hand, if if we take care of that guy and, and I don't care if we're selling him a six thousand dollar diner or or a sixty thousand dollar tricked out road glide, it's our job to make sure it's as good as we possibly can make it so that he has a good experience and he really wants to ride motorcycles for the next 20 years because I don't ever want to do anything else for a living in my, the rest of my life. So. Well, and that one guy too, that one guy is responsible yeah. for a dozen other guys in that area. You know, if he has a good time, they're going to be yeah. in it. If he has, if he, if he has a bad experience, yeah. they're all going to be on fishing boats. You know what I mean? Right. So Amen to that. Yeah. Especially this day and age with, with internet and technology, this day and age, you have trouble taking advantage of somebody because yeah. word gets around so fast. So you're always better off treating people, you know, with with respect. Well, listen, I no, want to. It's I just wanna... a longevity. You, we want to be doing this for a long yeah. time, and uh, it's just longevity. That's all there is to it. And then, you know, we I think we've all been around this industry long enough to be see a bunch of swinging dicks come in and and either the next tough guy or the next Billy badass, you know, and they're here for three years or four years and then they're gone, you know, and then yep. there's a, the, the majority of us just show up to work today with uh, integrity, trying to do the right thing. And, and we're still here. Yep. Well, listen, I want to give everybody an update real quick. That sound right there is us hitting 95. Mr. Dan toast bicycle on its way. We need, Five more bicycles. Five bicycles. Five more bicycles to hit 100. I'm determined we are going to get you 100 motorcycles tonight if let, it kills me. Let me, make, let me make sure I put this up on the screen again so you guys don't have an excuse. There's the address. While he does that, I have a, I have a couple of questions for Dan just because I like to know. Like, from Dan? From Dan. Sorry. You just said Dan Toast. To John. To John. No, to John. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Uh, pull it together, Blondie. I can't. I'm so excited. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you have like you have access to pretty much 
any motorcycle for the most part, and you've been doing this for a long time, do you have a unicorn motorcycle? Like that one motorcycle that if you could have it, you would? Oh, boy. Uh, well, there's, there's a guy named Dave Captain in uh, California, and Dave was, um, or Dave is rather, uh, he, he only works on the really old stuff, usually teens and older. Um, he had built a, a 36 knucklehead and he offered it to me when oh. I was a kid for $18,000. Oh my gosh. And of course I never had the money, you know, oh. $18,000. He might as well said 2 million. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was probably 20 years ago. You know, so a 36 knuckle would be amazing. Um, you know, something a little bit more attainable, uh, Probably uh, a build I'm going to do in the next five years. I really, a 1987 FXRC, the blue frame bike. Um, I'd like to find a really clean one of those. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tough deal with those bikes. You know, some guys are super purists and want to leave them bone stock. You know, I, I'm kind of more of a resto mod guy. I'll leave the paint set stock, but everything else is going to be. Uh, you know, pretty trick or what I like to do. Um, you know, and then, uh, yeah, those two bikes right there are probably the, the two bikes I really want the most. Um, yeah. yeah. So we got, uh, we got Gus Gus bikes on its way. And we also have mailman and, and Cheryl O'Brien. I love that. You can't say it either. I'm not going to say mailbox. (laughs) It's cute. But I'm not oh. saying it. <laughs> so, all right, what was the one bike that you had that you had to let go? Have you okay, had one of those w- that, like, you just, it yes. killed you to let it go, and if you could get it back, you would? Yes, I, I had, uh, I built a Liberty FXR, um, 1986 Liberty Edition, and, and it was just uh, probably one of my favorite bikes ever. And my buddy Joe Gerardo showed up at my shop as I was moving to Tennessee with a substantial amount of money, and he ended up taking it home. Oh. Now, well, at least it went to like somebody you know, though. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make it better. No, because it's like <laughs> Joe, you get to see oh, somebody Joe's else with it. <laughs> Joe's a hustler, and he told me he was going to raffle it off and make some dough on it, which he told me that up front. You know, it was one of those big dollar raffles and all that. Um, but, uh, you know, I did, part of that money is the reason I'm here. So, yeah. you know, if, if that, I think that bike ended up in Japan, if I'm, oh. if I'm not mistaken. But that's okay, because that means some guy out there is uh, rocking one of my bikes. And it'd be cool if he tagged me in some pictures or something like that so I could live vicariously. But at least you don't have to see it ride by every day. Because that might yeah, hurt a no. little, just saying. Yeah, you know, I. to be honest, I, I've got plenty of bikes now, and uh, I'm building more. I can't, I've got a compulsive habit to build more bikes all the time. Right oh, on. It's funny. Well, listen, man, do me a favor and tell everybody where they can keep up to date on everything that you're doing in both locations. Um, you guys okay, are super so, active, like Heather said. So uh, my personal Instagram is uh, Dream uh, Dream Rides John. Uh, our Tennessee one is Dream Rides of Tennessee. 
Our California one is Team Dream Rides. Now, uh, I know we're, we've been doing this to send bikes to Tennessee, and that's amazing. December 18th, we're giving away uh, that bike right there. You, there it is right there. We're giving away that bike at our California shop. And you can also send bikes there uh, to that address right there. Uh, I'm going to put there it in the chat it. box. Yep. There we you go. Know, and, you know, uh, Stockton is a, a lot of great people in Stockton. Um, I've got a lot of wonderful relationships there. And uh, our California crew is kicking ass. But there are also a ton of underprivileged kids in Stockton. In Stockton, we teamed up with the Police Youth Activities League. They, uh, they've been... They know which kids need help. Uh, you know, we're never in charge of handing these bikes out. I, I didn't want to decide what kids get what. So we, we farm that off to people who are a little bit more in the know than we are. Right on. So. Oh, that's great. Well, and don't forget, you can check them out, too, at the uh, at the Dream Rides Tennessee website that we have up. Um, Heather is going to put all yeah. of these links up so that you guys can take advantage of that and go check in on this cat and everything that they're doing. I Lots think it's of awesome. Fun. Lots of fun. Well, I think we came in at 96. <clears throat> I'll take 96. I wanted 96 100. 96 is not bad. 96 not bad. We got 16 tonight, so I'll take it. <laughs> You're awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. I'm I'm sure you'll you'll hit way more than that 100 this week at least I hope and I hope that Stockton is just as successful um if not more so. It's it's a good thing you're doing and in today's world we need as much good as we can get. So Absolutely. kudos to you and your your California team. I think it's really great. Thanks for well, thank be, you. Thanks for being on with us tonight, man. And, and, uh, get those, and get those kids involved. Yes, sir. Yep. Absolutely. So get those kids involved too. Yep. Thanks for what you're doing and uh I hope I hope we get to spend some time with you guys again pretty soon. Yeah, I'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Uh uh we'll be down at the the CF Wheels of Seal show. Oh, and right then, on. uh our California uh crew will be over at uh the BRL Racing League. We're sponsors of BRL and uh they're going to be out in Sonoma that weekend. So. How about that news? How about the news? Right about no, them, man, them like, doing races at the Harley so, anniversary. So tell me that this is not the most exciting trend for Harleys in a long time. So We've been into performance bikes, you know, for, you know, 15, 16 years now. Um, whether it was uh, messing with the Soul Brothers or East Bay Dragons or, or whatever, those guys have been uh, all about performance baggers for a very long time. Um, so we've got a ton of experience with that. You know, we had the fat tire thing. I was around for that. We were around for the big wheel bagger thing. You know, both of which were aesthetic trends. Now we finally have a, a trend that's more function-based yep. than it is aesthetics. Well, uh, Mark and I are both waiting, too. for it, it. It's showing signs that drag racing is on its way back strong, too, and I couldn't be happier about that. I know Mark, yes. Mark drag raced forever. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That would uh, be I, great to see that come back in. But it is totally awesome to see that. The, the the baggers racing is phenomenal. Yep. Well, we got uh. So one one second, we got Tom Banks. Tom Banks is is chimed in here. So there's. I said, what are we at now, Heather? Ninety eight. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I lost count. 
It's either 97 or 98. Tom Banks is Tom Banks is asking how to send a bike, so I think he's in on one. Yay. I'm so excited. This is such a good thing. And we did give him both addresses. So, yep. And again, we want to be clear. You can send it to Maryville, Tennessee or Stockton, California. Either way, the bicycle goes straight to the kids and you are entered to win one of their sweepstakes motorcycles. Or you um, can send one to both. Yeah, that way, even better. That way you're entered for both bikes. You know, hey, Greg oh, White. Oh, that's what I should have done, damn it. Greg White, yeah, Greg White um, is sending a bike, and he the stipulation was my wife better not win. If your wife sees that you <laughs> type that shit in this screen, you're in big tr- trouble, well, buddy. it all depends on whose name you put on it. Why do you think I put my name on it and not Chris's? Hello? Okay. <laughs> Chris, it sounds like you need to send a couple bikes too. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's your hundred, Heather. Yeah, right. <laughs> Congratulations, Heather. Damn it. All right. Well, John, listen, thank you so much. And please um, congratulate both of your teams for us for, for doing such great shit here in, in this industry and this time of year. And uh, look forward to seeing you real soon, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, John. So this is uh this is Cycle Source Magazine Shop Talk coming to you live like we do every Sunday, nine PM on the East Coast, and um lots more to get through here. We're gonna go to a Shop Talk product real quick, but we still got tech and events and all kind of stuff, so don't go anywhere. We have more show coming to you from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We'll be back with you right after this quick product spotlight. Hey, this is Chris from Cycle Source Magazine's Grease and Gears TV, and this is a new product spotlight. Today's new product spotlight is the Twin Power new line of performance chemicals for V-Twin and Cruiser Markets. Twin Power has teamed up with a premier USA manufacturer of aerosols and chemicals. The new offerings include Ethanot, Stabilizer, Chain Wax, Brake Cleaner, and Contact Cleaner. Twin Power Ethanot Ethanol Stabilizer will be a welcome addition to all shops and riders. Each two ounce bottle will treat and stabilize up to six gallons of fuel for one year. Ethanot helps prevent damage to the fuel system components from the harmful effects of ethanol and water. It will help prevent ethanol separation, corrosion, and sludge during storage while keeping fuel injectors and components clean and preventing carbon deposits from forming. Ethanot is safe for use in all gasoline engines and is sold in a convenient countertop dispenser box of 24 two-ounce bottles. The Twin Power Chain Wax will extend the life of chains and sprockets. It penetrates and protects against friction, wear, and corrosion. Twin Power Chain Wax is safe for use on all chains including O, X, and Z ring styles. Its clean formula resists flinging off. Twin Power Brake Cleaner quickly and effectively dissolves and removes grease, oil, brake fluid, and other contaminants. Its superior cleaning power extends beyond brakes. The Versatile Cleaner is low VOC, 50 state compliant, and non chlorinated. You can expect fantastic performance with no residue and you'll love the orange scent. Twin Power Contact Cleaner is quick drying and evaporative and leaves no residue. It's safe on most plastics, rubber and metal while being non-staining, non-corrosive and 50 state compliant. For more information on these and all Twin Power products, visit your Twin Power dealer today. This is Chris with Grease and Gears Garage. Now back to the program.
Have you built a bike you'd like to show off? Would you like it showcased on an awesome website and have a shot at some sick prizes? Then Garage Build wants to see your ride. It's super easy. Just go to garagebuild.com, enter your information, and share your stories. Don't forget to upload your photos and videos and tell us what it took to build your ride. Your build could be featured on our Facebook page and our Instagram page, and some might even make it into Cycle Source magazine. Everyone that submits a build will receive a free Garage Build hat and a chance at a $250 Dennis Kirk gift card. After you've entered your build, support your fellow builders by rating and commenting on your favorite bikes. If you're not a builder and you still want to participate in the action, go to view the builds on Garage Build's site. Let the owners know what you think of their unique rides by rating and commenting. Enter your email address for a chance to win a $100 Dennis Kirk gift card. Don't forget to follow Garage Build on Facebook and Instagram. You just might see your ride featured. There's gonna be two contests per year. So head over to DennisKirk'sGarageBuild.com now for your chance to win. I'm Dylan with Dennis Kirk. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, what's happening? It's Xavier with Providence Cycle Works, and you're watching Shop Talk. Okay, welcome back to Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Dan Starkey, my brother, bust me for using the teleprompter. That was awesome. Could you really tell? <laughs> no, you just have, what is it, an eidetic memory? Yeah, I don't have an eidetic memory. That's the only way I can remember all that shit. It's it's sad, to, but true. But it'll get a little bit smoother, man. Like, you know, as we, as we learn these new tools, it's great because we want to bring you guys the best information that we can. We don't want to leave stuff out. There's a lot of important details in the stuff that we're, that we're sharing, so... We don't want to. Uh, I needed that damn that. thing today doing the promo. I know, right? I must have said the f word eighteen hundred times when I was doing that. Today. Listen, one time you should just do that. You should put. Oh. You should just put the. Uh, you should just put all of the bloopers together in one thing, and people will get to see the real side of Heather. It'd be awesome. Your mother would never speak to you again. <laughs> oh my! I like. I had a few oh, that even surprised me. <laughs> No, listen, Dan. Dan said, "My bad. You know I'm a dick. You're you're not a dick at all. It's a tool, and like any tool, you gotta you gotta learn to use it. You know, when we first pulled it out. It was funny. I think, even though we were using the teleprompter, we went through the first like two products took thirty takes because it's moving too slow. It's moving too fast. It's starting to get to the bottom of the screen. You start reading really fast. You can get to the bottom. We were at. Damn it! Stop it! Start over. So, like I said, it's it's a tool. You needed a font size eighty. Speed 18. There you go. And I learned that I can't read from across the room without my glasses anymore either. So. Oh, good Lord. Oh. I'm so glad we had John on. Your mother says you're right about that. Don't you dare, Heather. See? <laughs> That's why I like, and I only do the promo promos when I'm by myself. So Chris doesn't even hear me say mm. my bad yep. words. Yeah, so um, lots of stuff going on in motorcycling. Everybody's getting ready for the big holidays, but there's um, there's next year to start planning for. Um, Already, wasn't it just like I know, right? We're all we're all in Florida getting ready for uh, next year, last year, next year, last year. 
dude, you know, we talked about this the other day, how fast, <laughs> once once the gates opened up, how fast everything started to go. This year smoked by, absolutely smoked by. I would like a pause button, yeah. please. Can we can we work that out? It's not and happening. Yeah, and everybody was complaining. It was going way too slow. Now all of a sudden, can you slow it down? You know, I kind Nobody's of... Nobody's ever happy. Yeah. Right. No, I was digging it. So, hey, here in Florida, we're preparing for uh, our big annual event, the CF Wheels of Steel. <clears throat> but Heather's got some other events to put on your calendar. Um, if you're looking for a way to publicize your event, big or small, no matter where it is in the country, get us the information. You can hit us up through cyclesource.com. Mm-hmm. We'll help you push that along. Anything two wheels is good for us to pass along to our crowd. But yes, wheels are still coming up in short order. Yes, but next weekend is Mama Tried up in Milwaukee. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Look at that. Poof. 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 What do you need? Uh Magic TV. Um, so yeah, next weekend, Mama tried up in Milwaukee. Great show, a lot of good people up there. Um, and I say it every time. My favorite place is the Iron Horse Hotel. Yeah, buddy. Best Sunday champagne brunch on the planet. Can I get an amen? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the following weekend is again the Wheels of Steel here in Lakeland, California, with the RP Funding well, how Center. How about Florida? We're back in Florida. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. Wow. Oh, I was Loser. getting ahead to BRL that's oh, happening at the yeah. same time in you were at Sonoma, the, California. You were at the champagne Jeepers. brunch. Is where you're at. I yeah, wish. Right. As soon as she started talking about the champagne brunch, shit hit the I fan. Would. Well, I was trying <laughs> yeah. to like. Everything went to hell. The worst part is I was trying to do it right. I'm like, Wheels of Steel, Lakeland, Florida. BRL, Sonoma, <laughs> California, Hardcore Cycles Bike Show. How about that? At the BRL races. Yes, sir. Hardcore Cycles has teamed up with BRL. Yes. And uh, Torque Magazine, and they're going to have a performance bike show at the Sonoma race, I believe right in the infield. We're waiting to get the last details about that. but uh, That's super cool. Big, big uh, congratulations out to John at Hardcore. That's going to be rad. And then after that, we have Cycle Showcase in February. What? I don't have Cycle Showcase. You had it last week. There it is. There it is. <laughs> See? Dude, that, that is a cool show right yeah, there. Buddy. It's super cool. Super cool. Yeah. That's, that's our boy totally Randall Nolge. Randall Nolge and the Ice Cream yeah, Man. Yeah, so he's the man. February 12th yeah, right and on. 13th in St. Louis. I've heard some rumblings of something happening on the 14th, but I'm not really sure. Um, he hasn't made that full announcement yet. After that, at the end of March is Donnie Smith show. You got me all mixed up here, Blondie. Well, they're in chronological oh, order. You just man. have to click next. <laughs> Son of a biscuit eater. Come on. Uh, We're almost through it. And Donnie Smith bike a car show and swap me at Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, Chris and I will be there, uh, maybe with or without bells on, but we will absolutely be there. It's a show not to miss. Following that is the Texas Fandango. Uh, look, I'm trying. This is the order you gave them to me, and I don't know what to tell you. <gasps> oh, jeepers. Well, <laughs> whatever. The Texas Fandango in April at the, in Fredericksburg, Texas. Again, that's another one we'll be at. We won't miss it. Uh, Cherokee Chapter of the AMCA does a stellar job of having us dirty chopper jockeys come in and... And our bike show. And our bike show. We will be there. 
yes. doing the bike show. So come Absolutely. check it out. Uh, Oliver and his guys from Cheap Thrills put on a chopper show there. Lots of great bikes. Lots of lots of good times with good people. So come hang out with us there. And um, then smoke out. Smoke out. Smoke out. It's a magical thing. It is. Smoke out is back. Very excited. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on between now and smoke out, but we're a little bit excited about that one. So, but again, if you want your event on here or on our website, just send it over cyclesourcemain at comcast.net, or you can go to cyclesource.com, click the contact us button, and then there's a little button that says submit an event. See what I'm doing. Follow with the her. bouncing ball. We'll be good. See what I'm doing with her, Mark. I don't even know what's going on down there. Yep. Anything going on during winter? Um, Nathaniel, you can come Stop down to the water. You could come down to Lakeland, Florida, December 11th and 12th for nope. the CF Central Florida Wheels of Steel show at the RP Funding Center. Or if you're on the West Coast, you can go to Bagger Racing League uh, in Sonoma that same weekend. Yeah, so, buddy. And if you're in the middle, just pick a direction and go. Hey, so uh, as we get a little longer in the tooth, Mark and I, we realized that uh, not everybody's riding a carbureted motorcycle anymore. To that point, um, you might be looking to do some upgrades on your bike. If you're going to do them, here's some information from Jason Holman at Cycle Stop USA to help you get through the process. Hey everybody, it's Jason Hallman for Grease and Gears Television, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about scaling things up when you use a tuner. Now, we always say that the, every new Harley-Davidson needs three things, right? A tuner, exhaust, and maybe a new seat. Well, when you start to make engine modifications, the tuner that you choose needs to be able to modify the information that's coming in the really small 12 millimeter bolt size for the O2 sensor that goes into the engine. Now, what this does is it measures the exhaust that's coming out and uh, tells, it, tells the ECM whether it's rich or it's lean. Well, this is called narrowband, right? These are smaller three-wire O2 sensors. Now, when you go to something like the Fuel Pack Pro, say you put a big bore kit, ported heads, cams, things that a lot of people do outside of the normal bolt-ons like exhaust, slip-ons, air cleaner, things like that, you're going to want to step up to a wideband O2 sensor. And that wideband O2 sensor looks like this. It's got four wires instead of three. Instead of having a 12 millimeter plug, it's got an 18 millimeter thread plug, right? So what do you do when you have stock exhaust or you've already invested in a set of head pipes that don't have an 18 millimeter bung? Well, you pull your exhaust off and you do what we did. This is on a 2013 soft tail that came stock with O2 sensors. We've upgraded to a new Thundermax auto tune so we could dyno it after the engine modifications. And in doing so, we had to put 18 millimeter bungs. So you can see we have to remove the exhaust. We're going to remove the smaller narrow band O2 sensors. And we're going to make some modifications to the exhaust to make sure that this wide band oxygen sensor has the proper placement. And you want to place this between three and four inches from the outlet of the cylinder head. Now, these smaller O2 sensors that Harley installs in the late model motorcycles are placed further back. They're reading a different set of parameters. 
the wideband stuff that we use on the dynamometer and for the large engine modifications when you go to big bore, bigger cams, ported heads, things like that outside of the normal bolt-ons, you're going to want to get more data and these larger O2 sensors collect that data and so you want it to be close to the cylinder head. So we have to drill out the head pipes once we decide where we're going to place the O2 sensors and we want to make sure that everything clears all of the existing equipment that's on the motorcycle and that can get a little tricky sometimes especially on a soft tail with that back crossbar that goes down. So we're going to test fit it once after we kind of place it figure it out where we want them and then we're going to go ahead and we're going to TIG weld these bungs on and these bungs are available from lots of different suppliers Thundermax sells them, Zipper sells them, so does Drag Specialties. The ones we use today were Drag Specialties ones and as you can see it's a pretty simple thing if you have a few tools. And if this is not something that you can do in your home garage, you can take your exhaust to a professional shop, much like the one we're standing in right now, and they can TIG weld these on for you. For Grease and Gears Television, I'm Jason Hallman, and thanks for watching. All right, Jason, thanks a lot for the information. I am... I have to say, a little disappointed that he didn't use the term bunghole. Because he's time. a professional grown you man. Know, Duh. Listen. Well, wait a minute. On air. On air. That Jason Holman is chock full of information, and, and he should have said bunghole. He should have said bunghole. He does the best yeah, Beavis and Butthead impersonation of anyone on the face <laughs> of the planet. So, for that reason alone, I'm just oh, saying. Jeepers. All right. Not hey, hating, just saying. Right? <laughs> so um, lots of stuff going on, man. We're working steadily here in the studio in, uh, in Lakeland, Florida, both on stuff for Shop Talk, stuff for Torque. Um, we got the Wheels of Steel coming up. We have so much content between our visit to Steve Klein, our visit to Clinton Wallace, which, Mark, I got to talk to you about Clinton. Like, we got we got a killer, killer piece coming out on Clinton. Um our time in Texas in general yeah, was, was priceless. So, Well, I mean, just Mr. Smalls versus Storm and Norman alone was priceless, like, for real. You should have been there. Oh, it was a I scene. I'm bummed, I, I'm bummed I missed that. Yeah, that would have been great. Yes, would have been a lot of fun. Yes, sir. And listen, man, um, as as we get rocking through this, you guys want to see somebody in particular on Shop Talk, let us know. We're always looking for guests. We have yes. some killer stuff coming up next week. We're we're doing Heather's Holiday Gift Guide. Yeah, I'm very excited. So far, we have lined up for next weekend, so you guys are all going to want to tune in. Custom Destruction, uh, Kurt Green from Bare Bones Leather, Troy Fab, Freak Show Fab, Filthy Gringos, and Paper Street Customs. That's who I've got on deck right now um, for our holiday gift guide. Support small business. Um, Absolutely. You know, maybe give Amazon a break. Just saying. I don't know. When is Small Business Day? Is that today or That was Monday? yesterday. Yesterday. Small Business Saturday. Small See? Business Saturday. But every day should be Small Business. Yeah, that's right. Small Business Day because, you know, we wouldn't be here without them. Despite what a lot of people think, we are a small business, um, Cycle Source magazine, mm. and I'm really proud of that. Um, that we we get to keep it small and we use local resources and a local printer um, to get all that good stuff out. Are you done? Shut up! <laughs> You're so. Oh my god! 
Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for the holidays yeah. over here, baby. <laughs> SD. <laughs> Cheese of the Month Club. Oh, shit. All right, man. Well, listen, I want to thank all of our sponsors. Not to Not to forget... Dennis Kirk for letting us into their studio every week to get this stuff done. But anyone that's way over there in the corner, um, they help us put this show on. They help us get the show out. They help us bring the magazine to you guys. And if you have forgot, this whole thing surrounds a print magazine that you can pick up on national newsstands. Anywhere fine magazines are sold, we'll be happy to see that happen. Or you can subscribe right through cyclesource.com. Um, Sunday, next Sunday, we got a, a standing date for a great show, and um, we'll be back with you. Until then, thanks for letting us share some of your headspace and some of your free time. Until next week, same chopper time, same chopper channel. Bye, Felicia. Say it one more time because you missed last week. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs>